So I figured I'd do this because last night it's kind of lingering in my head. I'm playing that for a reason. So Dan Rather does the big interview. Dan Rather, such an important journalist who CBS really screwed over because he told the truth about George W. Bush. That's the problem. You can't tell the truth anymore. And he interviewed probably one of my favorite bands, The Doors. I love all the bands of today, but The Doors, there's something special about their sound because it was all four of them. Yeah, Jim Morrison did the vocals, but Ray Manzarek did the keyboards and the bass. John Densmore did the drums. Robbie Krieger played that guitar and wrote Light My Fire. So there's a special place for me with the doors, that sound. When I first listened to them, it was almost like the individual in me was born. I became a devotee. Some of those songs, I mean, I remember one time staying up all night long listening to Waiting for the Sun and listening to all the songs. And um, I had a blacklight poster of him on my wall and I'd look at him. And later I got a Doors poster. They were magical. And that's the thing with music. It needs to be magical. Today's music is not magical. There's very few handful of people who can do it, who inspire and delight and excite. And the doors for me, you know, so many people in my family listen to the doors. Uh, Dan Rather and the doors talked about how Francis Ford Coppola used, well, he basically bought all their songs, okay, to use in Apocalypse Now. And he used only the end. How fitting. You know, the end, there's the lyrics that always hang out to me. Raymond Zarek really talked about this. He says, you know, lost in a Roman wilderness of pain and all the children are insane waiting for the summer rain. And Ray Manzarek said, ooh, what a what a, a blunt look at the love generation because the Doors music was not about being a hippie. It was about being truthful. The darkness, the light, leading up to all of it in between you know, and the doors were just beyond everything else that was out there, you know. The Beatles were saying, all you need is love, and the doors were like, light my fire, baby. So, um, you know. But the interview was so interesting. You could tell, you know, sometimes when they interview surviving members, there's a little bit of, oh, God, we got to talk about so-and-so. With them, they loved talking about Ray and Jim, because, you know, they even said with the Doors, it was a democracy. Everyone was credited for each of those songs, not just one person, you know, and the love that they had for one another and the fear and the anger and the, they all lived with it. And the legacy of the Doors, of that sound, is not just the 60s, it's beyond. You get in your car and L.A. Woman comes on and it's just just driving engine of a song and you know 
that's what I love about the doors is their sound is just timeless and eternal and um, you know they break on through to the other side what can I say you know and it was haunting to have Dan Rather say of the two musical components that the Vietnam veterans listened to when they were in Vietnam it was country music and the doors that says a lot uh, and um, you know with the doors oh my goodness I just it was like you find the beauty of what they're talking about and how it exists how how they existed as a band you know it was not always peaches and cream and I mean you know the Doors movie you know I like Val Kilmer don't get me wrong and um you know uh Um, I loved him as Doc Holliday. He was a great Doc Holliday. Batman, no. Jim Morrison, no. I did watch the movie. There's so many problems with that movie. But you know, it, it, it goes to show. It goes to show what the doors really meant to people that the movie basically sucked. And you think of the people who are in that movie. Meg Ryan, come on. Go back to Harry Met Sally. Not Harry Met Jim. Um, but, um, you know, I, I, I love The Doors. And um, that interview made me smile. It made me think of how important they are. And, um, oh, it was just wild. I think of the fun times, the times of, of sadness where I would put on the doors and they would just wake me back up. If, you know, you listen to the doors, not because, oh my God, the darkness, there's light. I mean, the end is the end, you know, but it's. It ends in some form of excitement. <laughs> I love them. I, I think everything about them was beyond what any of us were expecting. That will never happen again. And it's good to have, to, to look at what they did as a group of individuals. Very intelligent individuals. You know, self-destructive at times. And but those songs, I mean, you know, everything about the doors. I almost bought an action figure of Jim Morrison once, and I thought that's just too tacky, you know. But I have an action figure of Lemmy from Motorhead, I don't think that's tacky because Lemmy was a character. But with the doors, you know, it was all four of them. You know, Jim Morrison got a lot of the headlines, but then you think of what they made together had they all gone solo it just would not have worked you know they were virtuosos in every form of the, the consciousness and you know I don't feel I have to get high to listen to the doors that music already makes me high 
And, you know, I mean, when the music's over, you know, turn out the light. And that light has never gone out. 51 years later, after they first debuted, it is... They haven't ever left, and that's good. You know, I love the Beatles. I grew up listening to the Beatles. But they did not touch me like the Doors did. There is something... It's hard to explain what the doors provide to you. You know, there's lust, desire, peace, happiness, everything in their songs, controversy, a good riff, you know, the lyrics. I mean, sometimes it was bordering on insane, but then those organ solos, Ray Manzarek, really, you know, when you hear what he could do and how and when he would speak about it he was speaking from the heart he was so intelligent all four of them were so intelligent and when you musically put that into the consciousness and boom the doors of perception had been cleansed and it it was a I, people I'm sure they didn't like the name the doors it's the perfect name because if you know all the doors of perception were cleansed man would know everything infinite and I truly believe that and it was an interesting interview I was moved by it because I'm all the while I'm thinking about and watching Robbie Krieger and John Densmore and they truly miss their compadres and the music will continue on it won't ever die and in 200 years we will all still be listening to the doors you know and there is no end to it and it's beautiful and I love listening to their music it isn't dated to me it isn't dark or depressing it's filled with life you know it was a four-legged table and they steered that ship. So this was on the doors. And, you know, I'll be back tomorrow with more fun and insight.